Welcome to English as a Second Language podcast number 104, Bar Hopping. This is English as a Second Language podcast episode 104. I'm your host, Dr. Jeff McQuillan, from the Center for Educational Development in beautiful Los Angeles, California. We have a new feature available on our website. You can now tell us where you are by putting a little marker, a little pin on a map of the world, and that way we can find out where everyone is listening from. So go to our website at www.eslpod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side that says, Who are you? and put yourself down in whatever country you are listening from. Today's podcast is about going to bars and drinking. Bottoms up! A bunch of my old college friends came into town for a few days, and we went out last night bar hopping until closing time. We started around 9 p.m. and were on our third bar when we closed it down. Some of us were starving, and the rest of us were peckish, so we decided to get a late-night snack. We didn't want fast food, so we decided to try to find a 24-hour diner. We passed on a chain restaurant and went instead to a dive near downtown. The six of us went in and we sat at the counter. Since the place was dead, we had it all to ourselves. One of my friends, Paul, got pretty rowdy and the waitress had to tell him to chill out. He was pretty hammered so we had to keep an eye on him. He was a lightweight and didn't usually drink much, but he was bummed out about a fight he had with his girlfriend and decided to get smashed. I felt sorry for the guy, especially since I knew that he would have a terrible hangover in the morning. I tried to get him to drink some coffee, but he just wanted to stay buzzed. After we left the diner, I dropped everyone off at Paul's, since I was the designated driver. They were all crashing at his place. I made my way home and fell into bed. It was good to see my old friends but I'm definitely getting too old to party like we did in college. As the old saying goes, the mind is willing, but the body is weak. Today we go drinking. To go drinking means to go drinking alcoholic beverages like beer or wine or some other type of alcohol, I began, instead of saying, let's get started, before 
the story. I used an expression we use when we are drinking that is bottoms up. Bottoms up means that you take the bottom of your glass and you have to drink everything in it so that it is uh, up, facing up. So that's an old expression, bottoms up, when you're going to drink. It's similar to cheers uh, or uh, other su sorts of uh, what we would call toasts. And a toast, T-O-A-S-T, is something you say to someone or about someone before you take a drink, like cheers, for example. The story begins with me talking about how a bunch of my college, my old college friends, meaning my friends from way back, the uh, expression a bunch, B-U-N-C-H, just means a group of here. So a group of my old friends came into town, meaning they don't live here, but they are visiting, and they came into town for a few days, and we went out last night bar hopping. To go out means, you probably know, to go to a restaurant or go to a bar or a theater. We went bar hopping, and bar hopping, hop, H-O-P-P-I-N-G, hopping, bar hopping is to go from one bar to another bar to another bar um, and you have a drink at one bar and then you go somewhere else and you have a drink at a different bar. And maybe if you're lucky you'll meet someone uh, at one of these bars. Well, we went bar hopping until closing time and closing time is the time that the bar closes. So in uh, Los Angeles, I believe closing time is 2 a.m., 2 o'clock in the morning. In some cities in the United States, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, closing times tend to be uh, usually not past 2 a.m. Most bars, there aren't any or very few 24-hour bars in the United States. Legally, the bars have to close at uh, usually 1 or 2 a.m. Well, I say we started around 9 p.m., and we were on our third bar when we closed it down. To say we were on our third bar means that we had now gone to our third bar, and we closed it down. We stayed until closing time. Now, of course, there aren't any bars open, so I mentioned that some of us were starving, and the rest of us were peckish. To be starving, S-T-A-R-V-I-N-G, means to be very hungry. And to be peckish, P-E-C-K-I-S-H, means that you're a little hungry. That uh, word peckish isn't as common in English anymore, but it means to be n not very hungry, but a little hungry. Because we were hungry, we went to get a late-night snack. And a snack, S-N-A-C-K, is a little something to eat. Late-night meaning 
It was very late in the night, actually, early in the morning. I said we didn't want fast food, so we tried to find a 24-hour diner. Well, fast food, two words, simply means、uh, restaurants like McDonald's or Wendy's or Burger King. Uh, any restaurant that serves food usually in a minute or two, they have it already prepared, or they, they, they if it's a hamburger, they fix it very quickly. This is、uh, these types of restaurants are called fast food restaurants. A diner, D-I-N-E-R, is sort of an old-fashioned restaurant. Usually, in a diner, there is a a a counter. Like a, a long table, and on one side you can sit,、uh, and on the other side are the people who work there, and they also usually in a diner have tables like a normal restaurant, so you can sit at the counter or you can sit at a table in a diner, and a diner sort of has traditional food that you would find, uh, uh, usually serves breakfast. And、uh, there are several 24-hour diners in Los Angeles. These are diners or restaurants that are open 24 hours a day. Well, I said that we passed on a chain restaurant and went instead to a dive near downtown. To pass on something means to decide not to do it or to go there. So、uh, it could be anything that you decide not to do. My friend offered me two tickets to go to the University of Southern California football game, and I passed on the tickets. I decided I didn't want to go. A chain restaurant, C H A I N, is a restaurant that. Is part of a larger group of restaurants. Again, McDonald's is a fast food restaurant, but it's also a chain restaurant.、Uh, and a chain restaurant would be any restaurant that is part that there are more than one of those,、uh, usually part of a big company. We went to a dive. A dive, D-I-V-E, as a noun, means a a restaurant or a bar. Or some place that isn't very well maintained, maybe a little dirty, uh, uh, not the best、uh, environment to go to.、Uh, a dive is a place that doesn't have a lot of nice furniture and so forth. The verb, of course, to dive means, for example, you jump into the water. You can dive into the water. Doesn't really have any connection here that I know of.、Uh, when we use it as a noun, in this case, to mean a place, it means a not very nice place. So the six of us went in to this diner and we sat at the counter. And I mentioned before that the counter is that place where everyone can sit. Next to each other, and they're all facing in the same direction, and there are people working on the other side of the counter. I said the place was dead, and we had it to ourselves. 
when you describe a place as being dead, you mean there's no one there. There are very few people there. I went to the mall uh, the day before Christmas, and it was dead. Well, no, that <laughs> that would never happen. Um, of course, it's instead the opposite of, of dead would be, in this case, not alive, but packed. So if you say the store was packed, P-A-C-K-E-D, you mean it was full. And the opposite would be it was dead. There was no one there. To say we had it to ourselves means we were the only ones there. Uh, one of my friends, Paul, got pretty rowdy, R-O-W-D-Y. To be rowdy means to be loud, to be bothering other people. And we sometimes use that word to describe, for example, crowds or people at a sporting event, say a soccer game. The crowd got rowdy means that they got loud and noisy and were causing problems. The waitress told my friend to chill out. And chill out, two words, C-H-I-L-L, out, you probably know means to calm down, to relax. My friend was pretty hammered, and so we had to keep an eye on him. When we say someone is hammered, hammered, H-A-M-M-E-R-E-D, is one of the many words in English to mean that they were drunk, that they had drunk too much alcohol. The technical word would be they were intoxicated. Intoxicated means you're drunk in this case. And in every language, there are many words to describe someone who has had too much alcohol, and English is no different. Uh, hammered is one word you can use. Um, there are many others. Smashed, S-M-A-S-H-E-D, I use in the story. To, be, to get smashed or to be smashed. To get smashed means to get drunk. To be smashed means to be drunk. I said we had to keep an eye on my friend. That means we had to watch him. We had to make sure he was okay. This is a general expression to mean to watch over something. So if you uh, are at a cafe and you have your laptop there, and you say to the person in the next table, could you keep an eye on my laptop while I go to the restroom? You're asking them to watch it. And of course you come back from the restaurant and they're gone and so is your laptop. So don't do that. The uh, friend of mine I was talking about, I described him as a lightweight. A lightweight here means someone who can't drink very much alcohol before they get sick or before they get drunk. The opposite of a lightweight is not a heavyweight. <laughs> uh, you might think so. I don't know if there's a good opposite of lightweight, but a lightweight when it comes to drinking is someone who can't drink very much without um, passing out, without uh, going unconscious or, or, uh, or getting very drunk. My friend decided to get smashed, to get drunk, because he had a fight with his girlfriend. Sounds like an old story, a familiar story. And he was bummed out. 
To be bummed, B-U-M-M-E-D, out, means to be sad, to be very depressed, to be disappointed. Um, that is to be bummed out. And sometimes people will just say, I'm bummed. And that's an informal expression, again, to mean I'm sad. It's... Uh, um, in England, in Britain, they have the they use the word bum, B-U-M, to mean your what we would call in the United States your butt or your your rear, what you sit on. I was worried my friend would have a terrible hangover the next morning because he drank so much. A hangover, all one word, H-A-N-G-O-V-E-R is what you if you feel badly or feel sick after you've drank too much often the next morning you'll wake up with a headache and you may have a stomach ache that's called a hangover it comes from drinking too much alcohol of course none of our listeners of ESL podcast would ever do that the uh, friend of mine I said didn't want to drink any coffee and of course, traditionally, coffee is supposed to help you uh, uh, get over being drunk. I don't know if it does or not. But my uh, friend said he just wanted to stay buzzed. And buzzed, B-U-Z-Z-E-D, is just like smashed and hammered. It means intoxicated, drunk. I said that after we left the diner, I dropped everyone off at my friend Paul's since I was the designated driver. The expression designated driver, two words, is a noun that refers to the person who decides they're not going to drink or drink very much so that they can drive everyone else from bar to bar and then to go home. Uh, Places like Los Angeles, uh, there aren't uh, very many uh, possibilities for public transportation, and a taxi would be very expensive. So uh, sometimes friends will say, well, you, you don't drink tonight or don't drink very much so you can drive. And this, uh, this term, designated driver, uh, it's been around for about maybe 20 years. Um, when I was in college, this was a, an, a something that people were talking about. My friends decided they were all going to crash at Paul's place. Crashing, or to crash, means here to sleep, usually temporarily, for one night or a couple of nights. Someone who is visiting you from another state or city might say, can I crash at your place for a couple of days? Means, can I stay at your house or apartment for a few days while I'm visiting? I said that it was good to see my old friends, but that I was getting too old to party like we did in college. The verb here, to party, means, of course, to go out, have a good time, maybe drink. I end the story with an old saying, the mind is willing, but the body is weak. This means the mind, your brain, or what you want to do, you're willing to do something, you want to do something, but your body isn't strong enough. Your body is weak. And when you get old, you will know what I mean. 
Now let's listen to the story at a native rate of speech. A bunch of my old college friends came into town for a few days, and we went out last night bar hopping until closing time. We started around 9 p.m. and were on our third bar when we closed it down. Some of us were starving, and the rest of us were peckish, so we decided to get a late night snack. We didn't want fast food, so we decided to try to find a 24-hour diner. We passed on a chain restaurant and went instead to a dive near downtown. The six of us went in, and we sat at the counter. Since the place was dead, we had it to ourselves. One of my friends, Paul, got pretty rowdy, and the waitress had to tell him to chill out. He was pretty hammered, so we had to keep an eye on him. He was a lightweight and usually didn't drink much, but he was bummed out about a fight he had with his girlfriend, and decided to get smashed. I felt sorry for the guy, especially since I knew he would have a terrible hangover in the morning. I tried to get him to drink some coffee, but he just wanted to stay buzzed. After we left the diner, I dropped everyone off at Paul's, since I was the designated driver. They were all crashing at his place. I made my way home and fell into bed. It was good to see my old college friends, but I'm definitely getting too old to party like we did in college. As the old saying goes, "The mind is willing, but the body is weak." Remember that all of our past podcasts, beginning with number twelve, are now available on our website, as well as in the iTunes and other、uh, podcast software feeds. So be sure to listen to those old podcasts if you don't have,、uh, if you haven't listened to them. Remember also that we are going to be taking a little vacation, a little break, the last week of December.、Uh, we will not have any podcasts that last week of this month. That's all we have time for today from Los Angeles, California. I'm Jeff McQuillan. We'll see you next time on ESL Podcast. ESL Podcast is a production of the Center for Educational Development in Los Angeles, California. This podcast is copyright 2005. No part of this podcast may be sold or redistributed without the express written permission of the Center for Educational Development.